0: Riverside.
1: Welcome to Dance Talk with Joanne Carey, where the dance world connects, the conversations inspire, and where we are keeping them real. I'm your host, Joanne Carey, and today we are going international all the way to Paris, France, where I am joined with Serge Laurent from Van Cleef & Arpel. Van Cleef & Arpel is a luxury brand jewelry house that has a long history with the dance world and dance community. I have to say, I believe I'm correct in saying, over a century-long history in the dance world. I won't get into that. I'll get into that with Serge, but I do want to welcome him to Dance Talk and let him tell you a little bit about himself and his position at Van Cleef and Arpels. So, welcome Serge to Dance Talk. Good morning. Oh, good evening for you, correct? Yeah, good
0: evening for me, yeah.
1: Yes, well, thank you for joining me here today. I know it's the end of the work day for you, so I am very appreciative for you for signing on. And as well, I have to tell everybody, I'm very appreciative that we are able to conduct this interview in English. So thank you for, for joining me and and uh, speaking English with me. <laughs> okay,
2: I'll do my best.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. Um, so Serge, if you could tell everybody a little bit about your background. You know, how you started in, in the dance world, if you took dance as a child, um, your history, what kind of degree you got, and how, how that brought you along and got you involved in dance, in the dance community.
0: In fact, you know, uh, I started, you know, uh, not uh, with the field uh, of dance, because uh, I uh, studied art history and archaeology.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: i really wanted to be a visual arts uh, curator oh, okay. um so i studied you know at école du louvre you know in mm-hmm. paris yes
2: yeah.
0: and uh, i was um, ready to uh, to to have a regular career you know in the field of uh, of uh, visual arts
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and um, i had the chance right after my studies at the louvre you know to uh, to be hired by Fondation Cartier pour l'Art Contemporain, okay. the Cartier Foundation in Paris, so I started as an associate curator at the Fondation Cartier for Visual Arts for exhibitions, and at that time I didn't have, a, let's say, a multidisciplinary approach with the arts. You know, right. I was really focusing on visual arts I and had the chance to uh, to uh, to work on several exhibitions for the Fondation Cartier. But you know what is really interesting when you look, uh, when I look backwards like this, um, my f- the first exhibition I worked on was uh, on Andy Warhol. Oh. And um, and uh, our idea was to present uh, three periods of the work of Andy Warhol, the early works, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he was working for Harper Baza- Harper's Bazaar mm-hmm. and this type mm-hmm. of thing um so we had um uh, this part in the exhibition we had a second part uh dedicated to the prince you know the famous prince you know and uh, had the chance to collaborate with MoMA at that time oh, to nice. uh to uh to have these works for the foundation and we decided to make a specific section we called factory years okay and our idea at that time was to recreate the atmosphere of uh, the factory in New York. And I would say that if you look well, the factory was a multidisciplinary environment. You know, all the arts were uh, to re- together, you know. And it's probably the first time but I wasn't really conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was exposed to dance. You know, there, is, there was a very famous dance by Gerard Malenga uh one of the members of the factory and he was making that dance and at that time you know okay it was a different way of expressing art you know but I wasn't really into it and um but there is there was one discipline besides performing arts you know I was really uh fond of it was music. Ah. So I always combined you know uh my artistic approach uh, between uh Visual arts and music. And you know that the relations between um, music and visual arts is very strong. Yeah. At that time, I didn't know it was so strong with dance the mm-hmm. uh, same way, but yeah. anyway. Um, and uh, after four years working for uh, Fondation Cartier as a visual art curator, uh, the foundation uh, asked me uh, to think about a new program. And uh, the idea of the program was to uh, welcome at the Fondation Cartier all the other disciplines of the arts. So the director of the foundation said to me, so, you know, Serge, I would like you to think about opening the foundation to the other art disciplines. Even if our major was visual arts, we really wanted to have this blurry multidisciplinary approach. So it's really funny because I made a list I made a list, so I put on the list, you know, uh, theater, of course, music, Mm -hmm. but also dance. I even put, uh, uh, I remember, fashion design and uh, design and all. And we decided to open this program, we called uh, the Nomadic Nights. Mm -hmm. We called them the Nomadic Nights because it was a way to express how we were nomadic. Mm-hmm. in the field of the arts. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and so every Thursday, this, uh, there was a new performance taking wow. place in the galleries uh, with the exhibitions. And um, since, you know, I put on my list dance, you know, I started to approach, you know, choreographers. And it was really interesting because at the beginning, you know, I didn't know anything about dance except the fact dance is using a medium, mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. So for me, the first thing I was, appro- I was approaching dance, just like an extension of the medium, you know, painting, sculpture, blah, 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 blah and body, you know. Yeah. And after watching carefully, you know, the living bodies, you know, creating oh, sure. movement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I suddenly, you know, realized that dance wasn't only uh, an art using the body as a medium, but it was really something really strong with a history, writing, a very interesting writing. And I became really, really interested uh, in how choreographers, you know, uh, generate uh, original movements. Yeah. Because what impressed me a lot, you know, body is a common thing for everybody
2: mm-hmm.
0: you see what i mean
2: yeah.
0: and uh, at the same time there is artists using this common uh, element yeah. to create very inventive and creative things you see what i mean yeah. creative yeah. works yeah. so i was really impressed by that mm-hmm. and it's the reason why still now i'm very interested about the evolution of dance, the evolution of movement, mm-hmm. because like in all the other artistic disciplines, what interests me is the evolution of art. Yeah. I'm very respectful of uh, the past and the heritage, mm-hmm. but as a contemporary art curator, mm-hmm. what interests me, of course, it's new languages yeah. in the arts. Yeah. And I think dance is very creative.
2: Yeah.
1: And it it happens, dance happens so in the moment because it's movement. It's happening in the moment where something, where a painting is captured, where a painting can have movement, art can have movement, sculpture can have movement. Whatever someone, uh, the artist is is, uh, wanting to project can have movement within it, but it's captured in time. It's captured there and it stays still. Where movement, you know, is always changing. Even if you are, say, doing a piece that you did last night, and you have to perform it again tonight, and then tomorrow night, you're still doing it. But the dancer themselves, because the body is the medium, you know, you're you're bringing something new always to it. That's that's my perspective. (laughs) That's my perspective.
0: No, but you're right. And also, you know what I really, what I I really like, you know, uh, with contemporary dance. I mean that any kind of movement can be dance. Yeah. It's what really impresses me, you know, for example, and thanks to the postmodern uh, uh, choreographers, you know, who taught us that dance could can be every movement. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. in the arts, you know, I like, of course, excellency and virtuosity, you know, yeah. but I like also simple things.
2: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: sometimes, you know, simple approaches, you know, have a strong meanings, also, yeah. for example often the dance. With, mm-hmm. yeah, for example, with dance, you know sometimes stillness mm-hmm. has a lot of meaning, uh, yeah. meet, meeting, yeah. meet, meaning meaning sorry,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and also a little movement, a very simple movement, you know uh, can be really meaningful, and it's the reason why I'm very impressed by this, maybe yeah. because also coming from uh, visual arts mm-hmm. and uh, minimalism and the abstract, abstraction, yeah. you know, uh, maybe it's the way and it's so interesting thinking, because I discovered it, yeah. you know, let's say the virtuosity of dance after, yes. after, you know, uh, meeting with very contemporary yes. and conceptual choreographers. Yeah. And uh, this interested me also a lot.
1: When I was reading, you know, a bit about your background, and I saw that it was art history, and it was more in the contemporary world I'm saying this. I'm, you know, in the contemporary world and contemporary art. I was like, oh, now I'm understanding. Because when I I went, and we'll talk about the, um, you know, when we were at the, the Villa Abertine, We'll talk about that, but now the the points were connecting for me. I was making, I was like, I was making the connection of the contemporary world, Um, which brings me to want to talk a little bit about for the listeners about Van Cleef and Arpels history and how they got involved in the dance community. If you could talk to us about that,
0: yeah, it's a very interesting story. I, I, to be honest, you know, I discovered the story uh, precisely. When I joined the maison, you know, uh,
2: sure. uh,
0: I didn't know that much about yeah. uh, uh, such an history. Uh, let's say that this started, you know, at the beginning of the twentieth century, mm-hmm. because I know if you know, but at uh, at uh, at the origin, you know, uh, it was a family, a mm-hmm. family, you know, coming from uh, uh, Netherlands and Belgium.
1: Oh, okay. Then, well, I, I didn't realize that. Netherlands and the Belt, yeah. Netherlands and Belt. It's
0: okay. two families, you know, the family Van Cleef and the family Harpers, you know. I
1: see. And it's a
0: wedding. Through this wedding between the two, uh, it became a family. Mm-hmm. And these people, you know, they moved to Paris
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, at the very end of the 19th century. I
2: see.
0: And, you know, at the end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th century, you know, Paris was the capital of the arts. Yes. In fact, you know, it was very, very... uh, And a lot of artists, you know, moved to Paris at that Mm -hmm. time, even American choreographers like Louis Fuller Mm -hmm. or uh, Isadora Duncan, you know, they all came to Paris because it was really the place to be as a Mm -hmm. creator you know and after you know in the 30s it moved to New York Mm -hmm. for historical reasons uh, you know perfectly you know uh, because a lot of artists you know emigrates to Mm -hmm. New York because of the social socialism uh, growing in Germany and so on Mm -hmm. so but at that time you know Paris was really the cradle of the arts you know and uh, this family You know, was used to attend uh, the uh, dance season in Paris at the Opera and also at Théâtre des Champs-Elysées, which was a a brand new theater. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you probably know that ballet russe, you know, the Russians' ballet, you know, were used to tour all over Europe, and they they were mainly uh, in Paris. Paris, So this family was really. uh, impregnate, you know uh, with the arts and dance, and finally, uh, very early in the thirties uh dance became a source of inspiration
2: yeah okay. so
0: it's the way they started because they were fond of dance and they found it as a source of inspiration for their creation, and it's the way they started a bit later, the ballerina, as you know yeah. And uh, this became, you know, a very strong pillar of the Maison in terms of its inspiration, among others, of right. course. But it was a very strong pillar. And after that, you know, um, in, the, um, in the 30s, you know, uh, late 30s, part of the family, they moved to New York, like many people, you know, mm-hmm. as I, I said sure. before. And they opened the store on Fifth Avenue. Right. Uh, the famous stall on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, they started, uh, like in France, you know, to create these ballerinas inspired mm-hmm. by uh, the passion they had for dance. Um, and um, and in the 60s, you know, uh, one of the members of the family, Mr. Claude Arpens, mm-hmm. met with Georges Balanchine.
2: Okay, Yeah.
0: And the story said that Mr. Balanchine, you know, came to the store, and he was so impressed by the creation of the maison that he decided to create the famous ballet jewels.
1: Which is beautiful. I love that Yeah, it's a
0: beautiful story. And there is beautiful photos, you know, at the store in the 60s, you know, or you see uh, Suzanne Farrell Mm -hmm. uh, along with Mr. Balanchine and Mr. Claude Mm Harpels, and they are, you know, discussing about... uh, Mm -hmm. The the creation of this ballet, you know, based on the three stones, you know, we use for our creations. Mm -hmm. I mean, Emerald, Diamond, and Ruby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was the first time after leaning on dance as a source of inspiration, the Maison was really connected with an actor of the dance field. Yeah. You know? And after this, you know, uh, the storytelling, you know, kept on going, you yeah. know. So each time this ballet, you know, uh, was presented here and there, uh, the story said about this encounter between Mr. Balanchine and Mr. Claude Yeah,
1: Which I'd like when... to interrupt you for a minute. I, I, I love that, the, the history behind things, you know, and I love, I find um, in France particularly, or maybe Europe, I should say, I love that these big houses that started so long ago have such deep rooted history and and they don't forget about it. It's always brought into whatever they're doing in the present day and, and it grows. And I, I am so attracted to that. I love that just to have that through line and that love of the history that it's not put aside and then it becomes something totally new that there's this respect i should say to to history and tradition and yet you can bring it and and still have it grow and become something new but that's the foundation that it has i i just love that whenever i get the opportunity to go um to to paris and europe and and i always like to bring a little piece of it home with me hoping it'll rub off <laughs> you know but mm-hmm. i love that so thank you for for sharing that about the maison and then and and so let me ask you this. So the family itself is create is being inspired by dance and are the creations today in the house of you know still being inspired by dance and art? I know yes. we're going to talk about your program or the program that you had but is that when they're creating something new say is it still being inspired by that?
0: In fact, you know, um there is- the maison, like many other maisons, you know, we have our, let's say, source of inspiration yeah. and Maison Van Cleef, you know, we have very strong, uh, let's say, uh, uh, sources of inspiration and we are very faithful to that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, flowers, nature, animals mm-hmm. and dance, you know, fa- uh, also fashion design. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, uh, of course, you know, we keep on doing, uh, uh, collections and uh, creation inspired by dance especially you know the ballerinas the ballerinas is like an iconic uh let's say production for us right. you know mm-hmm. and now you know we are for example releasing a new collection of ballerinas so you see, I didn't
1: know that
0: uh, <laughs> yeah it's coming so um so it's very important for us to uh to 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 uh, keep up with the uh, with uh, this, um, this dimension in our sure. creations. And uh, recently, we even our uh, timepieces, your know, timepieces for us are the watches. You the know? watches. Some mm-hmm. of them are inspired also by dance. It's not only uh, the clips, you know, but I it's see. also uh, the, the watches. So yes, yes, because in fact, you know, the Maison is very anchored in a certain type of, uh, let's say, tradition. Yeah. I mean, we have sources of um, uh, inspiration, and uh, we stick on it. Let's say, mm-hmm. yeah. But it evolves in terms of form, you yeah. know. So the forms are evolving,
2: right. but
0: the inspiration, it's still, and it's yeah. very important for us, is really something we stick on.
1: I like that. I, I think I I think that's beautiful, and I think it it gives people, uh, you know, and I hope the listeners take away from this when they're understanding something more about a product, you know, and I'm not talking product, I just mean like a product or a dance, or the whole background story, it brings you into it more, it, it lets you, I think, experience it at a deeper level. Um, so let's talk about experiencing things. <laughs> let's talk about this project uh, or, or, or department that you head um, this festival that you're that's going to be coming up um, in New York City. Um, tell everybody about it. So just for everybody to know, I don't, I don't think we officially said that, but Serge is the director of dance. I want to get it right. Director of dance and cultural program, right? For cultural programming at Van Cleef and Arpel. So can you tell everybody about that?
0: Yes. Uh, first, before getting into um, into um, the details of the program, what I would like to say that, we spoke about this encounter between uh, uh, one of the members of the Maison with a choreographer, Georges Balanchine. Uh-huh. And uh, in fact, you know, another encounter uh, happened um, years after. It's the um, the encounter between the president of the Maison, uh, now, uh, Mr. Nicolas Boss, and Benjamin Milpied.
1: Oh, okay, yes, yes.
0: Yeah. And in fact, you know, for uh, the president of the Maison, Nicolas Boss, this encounter was like the continuation of a story. Yeah. You see what I mean? I do. So he decided to support LADP, LA Dance project, yeah. you know. And the first project LADP made, supported by Van Cleef & was a piece called Gems. Oh, I, I did
1: not know that. That and I, I want to repeat that for everybody. So I'm just going to let everybody know that yeah. it's it's the L.A. Uh, Dance Project um, is what Serge is referring to with Benjamin Milpied, who's a famous choreographer and dancer, just for anyone who isn't aware, who is listening to this podcast. Um, and what a, it's almost like in the 21st century, the repetition of George Balanchine. And, exactly. And now this bringing those
2: two worlds together Absolutely. beautiful
1: continue
2: <laughs> and in
0: fact you know so it's a three parts piece you know like the original uh, jewels, you know but this time it was gems and in fact it's very important you know for this maison to be very very anchored as i said you know in the history and especially to continue to write the story so in fact you know when the when uh I met with the president of the Maison, Nicolas Boss and he told me about his wish, his desire to emphasize the commitment of the Maison to the field of dance. I immediately understood that my mission was to continue to write this story.
1: Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I love these kinds of things.
0: <laughs> so, so to write a story, You need to be aware about what's happened before in the previous chapters, you know. So I studied a lot, you know, the history of the Maison. And um, I found out about all these things, interesting stories about members of the Maison attending the dance season in Paris and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but also, you know, I identified some values. Uh, in the context of the Maison, Mm -hmm. I found these values could be the basis of the problem. Okay. Because the Maison, you know, have several values. They are really, really attached to these values. Mm -hmm. The first one, which is maybe a bit obvious, it's creation. Creation. For Maison of creation, you know, it's transmission. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, for all the Maison uh, leaning on uh, how to make, Mm -hmm. the 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 transmission is very very important it's a very big issue and also education yes. so the three values are really attached with the maison mm-hmm. but if you think well it's exactly the same for dance yes
1: I was just gonna say that yes yeah. mm-hmm.
0: so it's the reason why you know I said to myself if I want to be let's say consistent mm-hmm. and relevant because when you make a new thing you have to think about that, about being consistent and relevant. Yes. Consistent to the context you are included in. Yes. And relevant to the, to the, to the, the, so the ground that? you want. To. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I was, I, I, I take, I took a lot of time to think about that. And it's the reason why whatever we do now with dense reflections, By Van Clef and Apples is always leaning, is always an answer to these three values. Okay. So it's the reason why we are very interested in contemporary dance, new works. Mm -hmm. But if you look well, it's very important for me also to support existing works, which let's say marked Mm -hmm. the history of dance, of contemporary dance, you know, and uh, like this, you know, you are supporting The creation, Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: you also are are preserving existing artworks. And you know that the only way to preserve a dance piece is to perform it.
1: Yes. um, Repeat that for everyone. The only way to preserve a dance piece is to perform it. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's what we call basically a repertoire, Mm -hmm. you know? And there is, you know, for, for, classical dance uh, right. classical ballets are responsible for yes. that. Yes. And I think that for uh, modern and contemporary dance, we have to think about this. Yeah. Because you know contemporary dance has quite a short history, 50 exactly. years. About mm-hmm. 50 years, you know, it started really in the 70s. Yeah. But already, you know, there is very important works yeah. in this short history for me, my sense it's very important to preserve. Okay. So it's the reason why uh, through Dance Reflections, we support contemporary artists, but we support also I uh, dance companies mm-hmm. re-enacting uh, existing works.
1: And is the name Dance Reflections a play on the words because you're reflecting back and, and reflecting into the future, projecting yep. into the future? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. And I... I also, by, by bringing that up, I, I hope listeners, and I'm sure they are, are understanding and hearing the depth that goes into something like this and the creation that artists do, even before we get to the stage or even before, you know, a, a house like Van Cleef and Arpel puts something out. There's so much thought as well that goes into at least good good art right that goes into what you're going to produce and put out there so i'm I'm so glad we're explaining this
0: and also i think it's very important you know especially when you deal with contemporary art so i mean with new languages you know to make people understand that it doesn't come from nowhere yeah and if it's kind of weird and bizarre yeah. it's not because you know the artist is yeah. uh
2: connected
0: <laughs> to whatever dimension you know yeah. it's just because before the, his time there was people before him you know yeah. who pushed you know the, the borders boundaries. you know mm-hmm. the boundaries you know and uh, it's very interesting because i always take this example you know for example now you go Uh, to uh, Musée Mm d'Orsay or to the MoMA, you know, to see uh, a beautiful impressionist uh, Mm -hmm. painting. But don't forget that at that time, at the end of the 19th century, it was a scandal when it was presented to the audience. Mm -hmm. And for example, if you look Le Fon, you know, of uh, Nijinsky, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the same. When it was presented, it was a real scandal, you know. And now, so I think it's very interesting when you deal with contemporary art, contemporary dance, to make people understand that they are witnessing something new.
2: Yeah, a good point.
0: But it's not something crazy coming from nowhere. There is a history behind
1: Yeah,
0: You see what I mean? I do. And it's the reason why, for me, it's very important each time when I uh, support a work to include it even if it's uh, a contemporary work, in the history, you see, of the arts. Yeah. And I think it's probably the best way to explain an audience um, how to approach a work. Yes. It's the vocabulary, the language mm-hmm. is maybe a bit strange for you because mm-hmm. it's a new thing, so... yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's part of something. You see what I mean? Yes. It's part of an evolution. Yes. And it's very important for me to to insist on that.
1: And it and it also I think, you know, listening to you explain it in this way and in such detail, I think it also adds a a, a completion to it. Even though it's it's gonna have a future and some people after us will do other things. But it it's so well rounded and complete and full. And I think that's that's such a beautiful thing to a piece of artwork um that it really has that depth to it uh.
0: and now to get back to your question about the festival yeah. what is important for me also to um to precise if that for me you know um the festival is let's say an event you know it's like as we say in french you know the a much part of the iceberg, you know, yeah. but there is also <laughs> something underneath, you know, which Good. is very strong. And so Dance Reflection, it's not just, just yes, it's not only um, a festival. It's first of all, a program, you know, supporting creation. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So,
0: as I said, you know, now we are supporting about 40 artists, you know, 40, did you say four zero?
1: 40 40 yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. 40 yeah and uh we support them you know for new works
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the second part of the program you know is to support institutions
2: mm-hmm.
0: to support institutions to present the works okay because you know when i was a curator at centre pompidou before you know yeah. i realized that sometimes you know you want to present a work but you cannot afford it
2: yeah Because,
0: you know, travels and so on. Mm -hmm. So uh, I said to myself that, uh, and we spoke about that with uh, the president of the Maison, Nicolas Boss. I said, if we want to be, let's say, uh, um, uh, relevant, Mm -hmm. we need to think about what dance needs. Mm. And dance, you know, needs to be supported to make new works. Yes. But as any kind of art, it needs to meet audiences sure it yes audience. Mm-hmm. audience you know so the best way to push that mm-hmm. is to support dance institutions yeah. to present the works mm-hmm. so it's the reason why now uh, we have a network mm-hmm. of partners it's a bit crazy huh? because uh, we have partners in uh 13 different countries now
1: oh wow
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and uh about again about 40 different and for me it was like creating a network yes. of friend institutions and yes. yes, with which we share the same artistic approaches yes. and support them to present the work so this is let's say the continuous mm-hmm. uh, level of activations we have yes it's it's for the entire uh, season we do that in all these countries and every year we have one or two big events i see and for me it's like a way to celebrate
2: yeah.
0: uh the richness and our passion for
2: dance okay. you yeah. see
0: and it's a way also to be connected with uh, audiences mm-hmm. with publics you know yeah. different publics in different countries for example the first festival took place in London Mm -hmm. uh, in March 22 okay so it's not that far yeah and the last one was in Hong Kong
2: uh,
0: last month of May Mm -hmm. and the next one is in October you know Mm -hmm. and always it's different encounters with audience and it's very exciting for us and through this festival my idea is to combine the three dimensions, Mm -hmm. as I said, three values, Mm -hmm. creation, transmission Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. works, existing works, of what I think must be, they must be part of the repertoire, the contemporary repertoire. Mm -hmm. And to talk about the history of dance Mm -hmm. for people, as I just said, Mm -hmm. approach dance, not just like I see a work. I like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. it's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough. No.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I it's agree.
0: very important to give more clues, mm-hmm. more ways to approach uh, a, a piece of art, whatever it is. Yes. It can mm-hmm. be a painting. It can be whatever, you know. But I think we don't give enough, uh, let's say, um, in the contemporary art world, we maybe sometimes don't give enough uh, ways to approach the yeah,
1: words. I agree with you i see i yeah i I agree with you on that, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but it makes sense because um often like if if in the ballet world, especially if it's a story ballet, you follow the story <laughs> you know you you're you're following the theme and the story, but when it goes and as a as a modern dancer, I know sometimes we knew what the choreographer wanted, but was it being was it being presented enough for the audience to understand? And like you're saying, you have to have the audience in mind so that they can take it in. You want them. You want your audience to be moved. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, you know, I think that uh, the audience issue, you know, and the way to present the work to the audience for me is very important. You know why? Because first of all, I think art is language. Mm So it's a type of language mm-hmm. so if you create language as an artist you know it's to communicate maybe yeah. a different way maybe a difficult mm-hmm. more difficult way mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. but it's co- it's a way to communicate yeah. and when you do my job i think you have to keep in mind uh, that as a curator you are first of all a mediator a mediator between the artist and audience. Yes. You see what I mean? Yes, so is. we have to find the best ways yeah. to do that job. Yeah. You know? And it's the reason why for me this uh, issue, you know, about connecting artists with audience
2: mm-hmm.
1: is
0: the main thing. Let's Yes.
1: Say. Yes. Yeah, and that brings me to to a question I had cuz when we, when we were at the the Villa Albertine, um there was a woman who had and and I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember her specific words, you know, but I remember it stuck with me because she had asked a question she had brought up, and for the New York listeners, you know, she brought up Um, the idea of uptown, downtown, you know, the, in, in New York, bringing those two, you know, you have the uptown, which I didn't think, but you know, what do I know? (laughs) So, you know, she, she brought up that, that the uptown scene, the uptown dance scene and the downtown dance scene. And, um, you know, that they were different and that they kind of kept to their own neighborhoods and their own, their own space. And I, I knew what she was saying and I understood it, but I thought to myself, because I'm somebody who likes to go different, you know, I don't always have to, I like to see different stuff, you know, and then you had, you had commented. And again, I'm paraphrasing because I didn't write it down or anything, but you had made a similarity. You had, you had laughed and you had said that, well, I don't know the uptown downtown here in New York, but in Paris, Paris runs in circles, <laughs> you know, and, and you know how Paris, the metro system goes in circle. Then you're in the circle, you're out of the circle. And, so my question is, and I think you bet you're answering it already, um, about how dance reflections are merging those two worlds and bringing them, bringing them together. Mm.
0: In because fact, it's funny because, uh, when she mentioned, you know, the story of uptown and down, uh, downtown and uptown, you know, yeah. this didn't mean anything for me because, yeah. um,
1: just the word, we
0: don't have this, uh, no, the only thing is that, you know, for sure, um, uh, there is like in any um kind of city you know
2: yeah.
0: um renowned places and more alternative ones you I know think, yes. um and um it's a graduation, let's say okay. um but um um I think that unfortunately, and I know what I'm talking about because I'm come from uh the contemporary art milieu, mm-hmm. you know. And in the contemporary art milieu, everything has to be contemporary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the past is, we are very suspicious about mm-hmm. the, the past, you know. Okay. And now, you know, I'm different, maybe yeah. because I'm older, but
2: I'm different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, No, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's really a chance, if you look well, mm-hmm. to be able to have an holistic approach yeah. about an artistic form you see what i mean yes because well i i know a lot of people you know uh who were as they say educated on a classical um uh on classical dance Mm -hmm. and they think that only classical dance is interesting Mm -hmm. because virtuosity and uh, very skillful uh, dancers. They are very impressed, and Mm -hmm. so on, and so on. And that, you know, uh, contemporary dance, it's not dance because they are not virtuosists, and so on, you know. And uh, I think it's too bad. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: on the opposite side, uh, a lot of people in the contemporary art uh, milieu, they think that all these people, you know, they are a bit ridiculous doing uh, very... uh, uh, a bit weird movement you know always raising up raising yeah, up yeah. raising up you know instead of contemporary art which is you see what i mean so all these things you know for me are a bit um uh, it's not interesting yeah. in fact at all because we are talking about dance mm-hmm. we are talking about dance which is an art you know which evaluated a lot mm-hmm. through uh, the 20th century. Yeah. And it's really a chance. But like visual arts also, yeah. uh, not, a, not specifically dance. And I think it's more interesting to work, to look at an art discipline in its evolution mm-hmm. instead of saying, yeah. I'm classical, I'm yeah. modern or contemporary.
2: Yeah.
0: And for example, you know, joining the Maison, coming from uh, contemporary dance and uh, the art, I didn't know that much about George Balanchine,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I
0: discovered George Balanchine through this job. Yeah. And I was really impressed, mm-hmm. you know, because all the a priori's, you know, I had yes. vanished yeah. because I paid really attention
2: yeah. to
0: the work. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yes, so yes. I think it's a, it's a chance, you know, when you can approach not discipline you know, yeah. through the ages like yes. this, you know, more than sticking on one period of time.
1: Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I, I, I think that, that says a lot and it's I think your approach and you're explaining this um to the listeners is is that it's a very elevated approach. And if we can elevate our thinking and our approach, um, we'll be more appreciative and and we can actually um, enjoy something that might be different to us. We can have our favorites or things we prefer, right? Um, but but we certainly can enjoy it. It's like we have a saying. I I don't know the saying in French or if it translates into French. But we, you know we say like don't judge a book by its cover, right? You just you don't know something until you really open up the pages and read it, right? And really really know. Yeah, and
0: it's um, you know, I know sometimes people are asking me, you know, oh, Serge, you know how how to approach a contemporary dance piece, you know, which way do you think uh, we should approach it? Because basically a lot of people tell me, "Ah, you know, Serge, I don't understand. I don't understand. So I say it's normal. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's not uh, surprising you don't understand because it's new language. So uh, how come you can, you could understand, you know, something which is just, invented yeah, you know yeah so i think first of all you know uh we you don't have to 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 have have any complex you know because you don't understand it's normal yeah you know so you ha- just have to come forgetting about too many refer- references yep. Mm-hmm. yep and
2: get you know the work as it is yeah. with uh what you can get from it yeah well you can take and um and be and listen to
0: yourself yeah what this language mm-hmm. gives me brings to me you know mm-hmm. and it can be something pleasant yeah it can be something less pleasant mm-hmm. but what is important is to question yourself mm-hmm. about how you receive things. Yeah yeah you see because yeah. in fact for me art is not a piece of art is not something which completes something it's the beginning of something
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's a beginning for each of us
2: mm-hmm.
0: you see what i mean yes. so in fact i like when people after a wor- uh, after watching a piece you know attending a show mm-hmm. they don't go to me and say oh i loved it
2: <laughs>
1: i didn't
0: like it yeah, yeah. but yeah. they just Questions themselves about what they just saw.
1: Yes,
2: yes.
1: so important.
0: And yes. I think it's it's really what art is, you know. Art is not only something to please you or to, to put you in an uncomfortable Mm-mm. situation, you know. It's just why do I react this way yeah. in front of a piece and how this opened
2: yeah.
0: my mind differently
1: differently and in your heart too i think i, I know for oh, me
0: yeah,
1: i need after i see something whatever it is i can't i don't i'm not a big talker after i see something i always have to like be in silence <laughs> for a little yeah. while you know anybody i'm with they're they're like are you okay i'm like yeah i just need to I just need to. I
0: agree with you. Yeah, and
1: it's it. That's just who I am. You know, it's just who I am. And and I like you're saying. I that's I. I don't talk about it right away because I think and, about. I really think and about. This what way, I'm, you know,
0: it's uh, it's really also what uh, I really like. You know, listen. You know, you are in a theater with maybe five hundred, six hundred people that? around you, and if you look well, if you look well, you know. No one saw the same thing. True. So we are all at the same time, at the same place, watching the same thing. Yeah. And if you look well, you know, the the perception, mm-hmm. you know, is different yeah. for everyone. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting, you know, to see how uh, it's a journey for everybody, yeah. a, a, a specific, a personal journey for everybody right. to yeah. attend uh, a show like this. Yes. It's different, you know, when you know the livret, you know, you know the story, blah, 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 It's very different. But with a contemporary language, you know, it's a different journey for See. everyone.
2: Yeah.
0: And this, I like it. We yeah. are together, but we receive things differently yes. and we can get along.
1: Yes, yes. So important. Yes, yeah. So it's yes. important, no? Yes, yes. Very important. Yeah. Let's talk about the upcoming festival. I I still have the um, I still have my book, <laughs> my book for everybody. It's so, changed
0: a little bit since then. Oh, it
1: has changed. Okay, so I won't. I, just I won't, a little bit. Yeah, but just, but the dates are the same, correct? Are the dates the same?
0: In fact, you know, um, we extended uh, oh. the dates of the festival, so you're gonna receive a new press uh, release. Oh, good. Um, because, um. We're going to start the festival with a famous piece, you know, uh, dance by Lucinda Child, yes. performed mm-hmm. by Ballet de Lyon
2: mm-hmm.
0: at New York City Center. And we will finish, uh, end of November.
2: Oh, the with
0: uh, Les, Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the Rite of Spring of Pina Bausch, oh. performed by an African, uh, dance company uh, called L'École des Sables. And you know because I, as i said the fest, it's very important for me the festival uh combines uh the three uh values
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh it was very important for me to present dance mm-hmm. you know a piece dating uh end of the seventies
1: transmitted sorry is that what what was the is that the date you just said i didn't hear you
0: no I said that the dance you know uh, was created. At the end of the seventeenth, oh, you know?
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and uh, it was very important for me to present this work to talk about transmission, because Lucinda she transmitted the piece to a ballet,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Ballet de Lyon, because she knows that it's the way to preserve the work, to yeah. preserve the work, you know. Yeah. And now I really wanted to finish uh, the the festival with a big piece like this of the uh history and mm-hmm. the Rite of Spring by Pinabosch, you know, yeah. is a very strong piece. Yeah. And the company Bosch decided to transmit the work to this African wow. uh, dance company based in Senegal, okay. in Dakar, and it will be performed at Park Avenue uh, Armoury oh. uh, at the end of November.
2: Wow.
0: So for me it's Very exciting to think about this festival, you know, starting with this big piece of Lucinda, Mm -hmm. finishing with this piece of Pina Bosch, Mm -hmm. and in between, new works. But it was very important for me to put them together, to put different generations in the same context and different works, you know, because it's a way for me, hopefully, to teach audience about what I was saying previously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, a, you know, you're doing as a curator, cause you're, you still are a curator, you know, you're doing also the job of the um, artistic director, the producer that when we create a piece, I, I'll talk about, you know, having my dance studio. When when we would do a production, it was that same through line. You wanted to have your beginning, your middle, and your end, and everything needed to come together. So I just think that this is amazing, you know, because it's it's all over for for people listening, and hopefully they'll attend after listening to this uh, interview. That it's all over New York City. There's different venues all over New York City that are that's hosting these companies and as well as um, the the program so that you're going to be able to see these different artists. And the culmination is now happening at the end of November, which um, is a, it's exciting. I found it very but exciting. It's very exciting. Just, you you yeah. know,
0: for example, there is this project, you know, this proposal by Ballet de Marseille. I really like, you know, uh, and when I, I worked with uh, the artistic directors, of Ballet de Marseille, you know, I really wanted to present this specific program. It will take place at Skirball, you know. Um. Mm-hmm. In fact, in the same night, you will see two pieces of Lucinda, short ones. Mm-hmm. You will see uh, a piece of a uh, voguing um, uh, uh, choreographer, yeah. La Sindra Ninja. Uh, and in the same night, you will see very different qualities of dance, but. For me, it's not going everywhere at right. the same time. It's not, it's just a storytelling yeah, for me. Yeah, you know? yeah. In fact, you know, of course, Lucinda made this work. And uh, now Ballet de Marseille is doing this. And uh, Lucinda and Voguing, and uh, is, it, it's now very strong, you yeah. know. And there is a very strong history behind yeah. behind this art, this yeah. dance form, you know. And I think it's very important important for me again um uh, to approach dance on this holistic approach
2: yeah. but not because it's a hope to um yeah to educate people yeah. about uh, about this art
0: discipline which is which has a very strong and huge history you know
1: and it, and i it, you know and when i listen to you too I just think all your your whole background, is, I think, is coming together. Like your art history degree, your, your curating, all that is is finding its place and its voice in the dance community, which I think is, is a great thing. And I think you're doing a wonderful um, service. Yes. Educating, you know, you're doing your third point of educating. educating no, but it's know.
0: true that no programming, you know, for me, it's not only uh, to put... Uh, different artists uh together in the same context yeah. you know you have to tell a story
2: yeah
0: you see what i mean yes, and yes. uh and it's very important you know uh because it's a way also to uh to explain why you are doing things mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah you know
0: i'm not doing this just because just oh, because oh, oh. yeah yeah just, just because i want to do it yeah. you know yeah. there is um yeah there is a meaning behind
1: mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, I I really um it's exciting, and I I hope that audiences. I hope it's going to be sold out for for I do. I, I really do. It's very exciting. Um, is there anything before before we finish up, Sao? Is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yes.
0: No, what I would like to say that uh, you know, dance is a very important art discipline in France, and uh, I'm very excited about doing something in New York. Because New York also has a strong history with dance. Mm-hmm. Because um, postmodern dance really opened a lot, you know. it uh, This movement gave so much freedom mm-hmm. to the choreographers yeah. of now, you know. Yes. Because of what I said previously. So mm-hmm. for me, it's very exciting and very interesting uh, to do something in New York. I'm fond of uh, all these uh, Choreographers Trisha Brown, Simone mm-hmm. Forti, Merce Cunningham—all these big characters, yeah. you know—they are American, and uh, and I don't forget also that um, it's ladies like uh, Isadora Duncan or Loie Fuller yes. in a uh, very early time who also brought to Paris, yeah. you know, um, new ways to approach
2: yeah.
0: uh, the art of movement.
2: Yes, yes.
0: So for me, there is really something between. Of uh, France and uh, and New York, yeah. Paris and New York. So it's the reason why it's very important for me to do something in your city, and uh,
2: and also the thing which uh, excited me a lot was to uh,
0: to collaborate with all these institutions in town mm-hmm. because they were all very let's say welcoming.
2: Yes, good. Yeah, I
0: was a bit, uh, you know, a bit shy, you know, because, sure. as you know, mm-hmm. as we are in France, you know, New York, America, yes. you know, <laughs> it's always a bit impressive, you know.
2: Yes. Uh, and uh,
0: and I was a bit shy because yes. I came so many times in New York, you know, yes. to attend shows in all these uh, venues, you mm-hmm. know, and places, and when I approached all these people, you know, I was so happy mm-hmm. the way they are. They paid attention to us and yeah. uh, and to my approach mm-hmm. and how they were enthusiastic, you know, yeah. about uh, participating mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to the festival. And uh, that's one thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's right. really one thing.
1: Yeah, good. Well, New York welcomes you and, and awaits your return, which isn't so far away, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you, Serge. Thank you so much for joining me on Dance Talk. Um, everybody, I want you to tune in to Dance Talk. Tune in and share and like us and follow Serge as well. And look for information for the Dance Reflections Festival that is coming to New York City this October. Thank you, everybody.
2: Thank you.